0: Today. Sign up. Hello and welcome to tonight's League All About It show on the Loud and Proud podcast, um, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you're watching, on um uh, what's it called, Instagram. Yes, absolutely another hectic night, another jam packed show. We don't have any 3B games, but there will be a 3B team pick this week. We have every other, other team in Phase 2 as well. They're all playing absolutely some whopping results tonight, some whopping kind of impacts on the table. As usual, I'll go through all the results. I will go through the ins and outs of every game, and then I'll be talking about the implications on the table. But yeah, some serious go- some serious games tonight. Um, a lot of people are affected by the turnarounds. There's a lot of teams kind of missing players on a lot of one-sided results. Maybe that was due to it. I'd say a lot of club footballers around the county were delighted to see that kind of sun disappear this afternoon and the hazy cloud come out because it got fairly uh, cloudy and it kind of gave way to a little bit lower uh, temperature. Um, I also have um, North Ireland preview coming up with Gordon Manning from the Irish Sun. That's coming out in the morning, so you can get your teeth into that and then enjoy the 3B team, as well as listening back to this show, brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Laird and Monaghan. Right, let's get going. We will go through all the results. I put up the wrong result earlier on um, for the Blues. The Blues actually won away from home, 311 to 111 against the Brides. Mattock suffered 2-6 to five ten against Naib Martin. Rd three eighteen, the Moctas 2-8, um, Division 1, the bottom 6, Sean Mahoney's 1-8, the Pats one 10. Dreadnoughts one fifteen, the Feckins 1-5 in the Seaside Derby, and then a draw match between the Geraldines and Cooley, I'll tell you who got the equaliser on the goals in that game, I'll also tell you who got the goals in the Rallies game, they have beaten the Gales two eleven to 1-8, big implications on the table there. Hudderstown Rovers 319 to Dawkins Ireland, seven points, and then the Kevins 115 Roach Emmett, six points. Wow, yeah, some big results there. The bottom of division two, the bottom six, the Joes 15 points, the Finnbars 11 points, the Clans 211 to 116. They came back to do that. I'll give you uh, the scores and the goal, second half goal score as well, and the Oliver Plunkett's. Um, sorry, a bit of a reconnection issue on Instagram. That should be back now. Oliver Plunkett's won tonight, two eleven to one eleven. Um, a big, big game, a big, big winner in that one. The the final winner for the Plunkets, um massive, massive uh, scorer and well known scorer. Maybe it fell on the sideline as well, but he might break the internet when it when it comes out. Division three A, Lanlayer one twenty two, Westerns two three. A uh, big win there for the Lear And the Pearcy, 3-8. The Malachies, 10 points. I'll tell you the story of that game. It wasn't as one-sided as it looked. And then Glide Rangers, 4 points. Glenn Emmetts 14 points. And a, a quirky goal scorer for Glenn Emmetts in that game also. Um, right, I'll go back to Division 1. started start in Division 1. A lot of people are saying to me, um, where where do you start? You You start different places every week. And I, I apologise for that. I think I will probably do it in all and out. Division 1, Division 2, Division 3A, three three, Division 3B. Three so if you jump into the show, you know exactly where we are. But yeah, right, I'll start with Division 3. I'm oh, sorry, Division 1, um, the Brides. They were It was a plucky enough game um, in terms of the second half of the Brides. They'd got a right back to two points. They had a great chance Emma Kirk was single-handedly keeping the Knockbridge men in the game. But goals in the first half from Andy McDonnell and Ciarán Downey made them lead 2-5 to 4 points at halftime. Blues are really strong form, and And Fergal who got the third goal. And then the Blues kind of stepped off a little bit. And like I said, Emma Kirk roared back into it for the Brides. They had a big chance as well when the game was down to two points to level that game or go ahead. And then Mattock, they were uh, they suffered at the hands of the Martins. The Martins got five goals against them last year on Cullen. They did it again in Phase 2. I actually I actually have re- revenge numbers as well. The teams who, who suffered at the hands of each other in the corresponding fixture. I'll go through that. Remind me to do that. The Jocks, yeah. Uh, this was this looked like a really good performance early on from Matt Cranes. who got an early goal from Liam Flynn. Um, they added a couple of points, but then the Martins hit back. Thomas Clark made it 1-6 to 1-3 at halftime. Colin came out again. Uh, Carl Fleming with an early goal. Looked to push on. And then Tom Gray just took over two goals and then a penalty and then a late goal from Stephen Campbell as well, made it 5-10 to um, 2-6, yes. Um, James Carroll, one of the points for Mattock and then Alan Carroll, he was a player named on that Division 1 team, playing very well again for Mark Rangers but yeah, big, big win. And Ardy, three eighteen to 2-8, this was a close game, looked to be a close game at half time it looked to be nip and tuck but then Ardy just overpowered in the second half similar to the Mattock game um, Declan Bourne gets a penalty just before half time to make it close. Uh, Kieran Keenan gets the opening goal for R.D. and then in the second half, Ushin Callan gets an early goal for the mockers. Looks like they're going to push on in R.D. But then Darren McConnell just takes over with uh, with two goals to, to push R.D. along the line. They could score like three eighteen some tally to get. And uh, I'll tell you the implication of those three blue teams at the at the finish as well. But they will soon have to meet each other um in the coming weeks, whether it'll be August now for the next show. Division 1, <laughs> this was a funny game as well, because you had the Pats leading um, let me see, where is the scores, yeah the Pats led 1-9 to to 3 points at half time, and then had to hang on for the second half, uh, they went one-pointing, Martin McEnany got it Aidan McCann mentioned him last week, mentioned him on the team of the year, he got 1-3 in the first half, that was more or less the winning of the game but Domani's just dogged and fought back into it, left two points between the sides. Uh, ben McLaughlin with the goal for them. But it wasn't to be, because that 1-9 tally was just to be enough for the Pats, uh without just adding one point in the second half. Dreadnoughts and the Feckens. Yeah, the Feckens won this game the last day, and they seem to be there in numbers. And, but still, you cannot take it away from the Dreadnoughts, who seek revenge and got revenge on the night. Um, Pepe looked to be the, to the four Connor Falken got a point but Pepe was seemingly the main man as they led seven points to four points an early penalty for the seconds I don't actually I thought I had it maybe I didn't write it down I'll just check but uh, yeah, it was that's like that's a big big win for the for the Clark. Considering they were beating the weekend. considering they were beating the last time they they played. The penalty was Niall Devlin. I should have guessed that he got one four, and his brother Brian got the other point. Um, I think it was a forty five, so it was one five to one fifteen there. Um, seemingly, uh, I don't know. I wasn't there, but Butch O'Brien got a point from the outside of his boot. Um, that that's a collector's item, and then Jay Hughes he got the goal to wrap it up. Wrapped up the big victory there on along the coast. Um, the Geraldines won 12. Look, they've won that game. They, they came back really well in the second half. Shane Rogers gets a goal. Um, they had a penalty saved. <coughs> they clearly got an OG in the first half, got their goal, and then Brian White missed a penalty. He didn't just miss the, miss a penalty. Former teammate Conor Afty was in goals tonight for the Geraldines. He got down and saved it. Uh, that was that was a serious head games there between the two former teammates and county mates as well, actually. But he tipped around the post for a 45. Not sure whether White just stroked over the 45. He might have. Josh Harris might got a couple of points in that first half and the start of the second to kind of keep them in touch. And then Shane Rogers gets the goal to power them forward they were four points ahead. But Cooley just came back. Keen Connor chipped away, kept the scoreboard ticking over. He got two points, and then another score, another great score from uh, O' McDade. Uh, worldly seemingly got a hell of a score, and then Fergal Malone. The Nally effect, the Colin Nally effect is having reaping de- dividends. There's three points to run beating now since he's got in there as a coach. But Fergal Malone got the leveler, uh, playing at six. So that's a one twelve a piece in Division One. Right, we move on to Division Two. And this is yeah, this is, these these results are hard to call, but not unexpected. But then, really, really have a massive effect there in the line. The Joes fifteen points to eleven. They had they didn't play the weekend, so were probably a little bit fresher. The Bears again had a great chance. Callum Regan again, he had a chance the weekend against the O'Connells to draw a leveler. He didn't get. I think it was. I think it was a great save by by uh, Mackin and goals for the Joes. But uh, Craig Doherty. Got a lot of bulk of the score and credit to him, and then Alan McKenna as well. He got a bulk of the scores for the Joes to get their first win, uh, I think under Colin Kelly's reign as coach as well. The clans, they fought back. They were they were down, they looked to be gone. They're one ten to one ten to one five down at halftime. Billy Smith with the goal, and then the goal for um Kilkerlius by Colin McAnee, Fionn Komisky and Ty getting bulk of the scores as well. Uh, Actually, have a lot more of their scores. It was sent in. Uh, Thanks everyone for sending in and giving the correspondence. Great, only for you, yeah. A couple of scores, yeah. Sean Han got a couple of late points as well, and uh, Finton Brady as well got two points too. But yeah, Tyke finished with six. You and McKenna got two, and Fionn Comiskey with three points. But yeah, it's a loss because. The Clans came back after the second half, got four points in a row, brought a close, brought to win one point, point. and the Clans got, uh, sorry, Ty got a couple of frees. and the Clans got a goal, Paul Martin got the goal, and then they never looked back. They got ahead, stayed ahead, and that's a big win for the Clans as well. And then the Plunkets, an even bigger win. I don't have the O'Connell's goal score. If you have it, do send it in. I'll, I'll, I'll share it out if I have it. But that was a uh, 1-7-1-5 and one, five, a half. I'm Sean Callanan got the goal for the Plunkets as they led 1-7 to 1-5. That's a big win for the Plunkets in terms of safety, in terms of head-to-head, in terms of the battle against them. But um, the winning goal, who got it? I thought he was retired. I thought he was finished. He went into management side of things. Sean Brazel got the winning goal in Mel. Was it? Yeah, it was in Mel. So he donned out the boots with his chocolate ankles, heavily strapped, I'd say. But did just enough strapping to do the business and get the Plunkets a valuable uh, valuable, uh, valuable win. What was he player player manager? Yeah, I suppose we can call him that now. Lan Lear one twenty two. Paul Callan got the goal again. Matthew King got two goals for the Westerners. Um, heavy defeat there. But um Lan Lear in a good place. I know they're beating by three points the weekend against uh, Glen Emmets who are more or less flying away with that but they're, they're showing they're competitive and they're showing the level they are above the rest there. And the Pearcy, they were very close to being beaten by the Malachies. The Malachies were going rightly but the Percy hit 3-2 in the last five minutes. Who else? But David Boyle, he got two goals. Had to check there. Why did I check? I don't know. But yeah, he got two goals and then Jared Rice got a goal off the bench. As well, so that's uh, that's that's a hell of a turnaround. Jack Cairn was playing quite well for the Malakies. He got three points in play. Shane Rogers got three points as well, and uh, so but the Malakies looked destined for that relegation playoff spot. And then Glide, they had a chance to put pressure on Dunleer and put pressure on Glenavys above them, but they failed to do so. They were beaten fourteen points to four. Uh, very one sided first half score. I think it was uh, 9 1. No, maybe it wasn't 9 1. But um, yeah, M is playing very well. Conor Grimes got a good few scores. Keelan O'Neill. Uh, Keen Talbot got a point. But an eye catching point was Andrew Mooney in goals. Midfielder last year in the Junior Championship run. He's in goals now this season. Looks to be staying there. He came out the to field tonight and got a goal. Or a point, sorry, a point. So that, that was big. So implications on the table. Let's have a quick look. I suppose it's easy to say. Uh, what way it's standing in Division in Division 2 sorry, in Division 1, because the big three teams won and they'll continue to keep pace at the top as well Um, I think they're all on 21 points, the Blues, the Moctas and Ardy, Ardy might bump up there in terms of score difference um, the way they're going and the way they're playing, and in Division 2, the Kevins have joined the Gales at the top, sorry, hang on whoa, 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 I'll go back, the bottom of Division 2, Division 1 the dreadnoughts have got um ahead of the Feckens now. The Fecons are bottom of the table. Cooley with that point tonight sees them go up the table and it's they're just ahead of they're just ahead of the dreadnoughts. I presume that's on uh scored uh, sorry, um corresponding head to head because there's only two teams there. The Geraldines are on eleven, the Mahneys are on an eleven, and then you have the Pats who are powering up the table. There, they're at the top of that, bottom six. I will go through them all. It's not fully updated on the um, on the LGA website. Just with the extra point, it's, it's kind of it's thrown a few gremlins in the system, and I have to kind of be updated manually and patiently. So don't lose the don't lose the head, but I'll try and explain it here as best I can. Sorry back to Division 2. The Kevins have joined the Gales at the top on 21 points. And guess who else? The Rathalys. They've joined at 21 points. No, they haven't. 18 points. They're still 3 points behind. Sorry. The Gremlins are getting into my system. Hudders tend to remain fourth and then down the bottom of that top is the Irelanders. And then at the bottom, it looks like more trouble for Finn are beaten tonight, the Plunkers get a win, so that pulls them away even more. And then the Clans also got a win too. That pulls them away and they have a game in hand. So, the O'Connells could be sucked back in there, but um, <clears throat> that win for the Plunkets would be massive down the line if they keep going, try and get out of the uh, relegation trouble. Uh, Division 3A seems fairly straightforward enough. You have um, Glen is right in front now, well ahead, well established of Um I think it's just three points in, in the difference, maybe. Uh, it's funny to figure that out, but it, it looks now that that glide are going to be under pressure to try and get that. I think there's a big game. Is there a big game next week? Light and the Pearcy play each other and also light of a chance in the 6th of August when they take on Landier to get back up there. But um, the Pearcy seem destined just to be safe in the middle of the table. They won't get sucked down. There's, 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 there's um, an 8 point, maybe 9 point gap between themselves and the Malachies in the head-to-head rule also. so Sorry, there's more. I think there's actually I think there's actually. A, 10 point gap there between those two teams, so that looks to have with three games left. Yeah, that's safe, they're safe in Division 3A for next season. Um, that seems to be it. Performance of the night, you could give it to RD for that savage second half performance. The um, the Jocks five star performance as well. Cooley getting a draw, the Dreadnoughts seeking revenge, and the Rattles ripping Division 2 wide open again. The Kevins storming over Roach. Um, TJ Dohneo one four really good really good And They led nine one at half time. The Bourne's getting the score for roads, but they were to be completely outplayed. Hunters um, Hunterstown as well. I don't know actually did I did I go through those? No, I don't think I went through Division Two. Um, Ryan Bourne's got three ten tonight. That deserves a performance at night alone. 3-10 against a fairly hard to score against Irelanders team, and then the 2 two eleven to one eight. Two goals coming from. Moore um, and Ben Rogan in the first half. They, they led two six to three. Fairness to the Gales, they, they fought back. And I I I'd, I'd be surprised if O'Sheen Murray wasn't playing. Was playing. He's a big loss the weekend. Sean McCann as well. And they both mentioned a Division Two team of the year. And Kyle McIlroy got four points. Really good performance. And John Horn got a point as well. In that good performance. For the Athelie. Sorry, I thought I, t- I went through that, but I obviously didn't. So much happening. You know, the heat's going to my head as well. Also. But um yeah the cleaning doctor um uh, external cleaning service and out has brought this another episode of the League All About It'll be next episode next round is the second of August. So you've a bit of a time now to enjoy yourselves and get back into the kind of holiday period, get a bit of extra training done. And I'll be doing a little bit of extra training and doing me sums. Actually, yeah, I had a couple of revenge issues. Uh, two revenge two revenge missions in Division One the RD seek revenge in the Moctis, Dreadnoughts got, got revenge in the Feckins then. Four out of six, four out of six wins for tonight in Division 2 were, were revenge ones. There's none in Division 3A. The Rallies got re- revenge against the Gales. The Hunterstown got revenge against the Irelanders. The Clans got revenge against Kearley and they probably should have won that first game. And then the Plunkers got revenge for the high score first game in the Grove against the O'Connells. So, oh, I'm going to give, I'm going to probably give the result of the night to the Clans for the, for the way they fought back and the way they came. Um, hell of a win, hell of a game, hell of, hellish games, hellish scores, hellish storylines. Um, Gordon Manning's on with me in the morning talking about the All-Ireland uh, final. I'll have the three B team out also I might squeeze that in out uh, tomorrow evening or might be put that out uh, towards it to, on its own. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to the Cleaning Doctor External Cleaning Services and Larry uh, for supporting the show as always. Thanks very much for you to listening and tuning in and watching. And also thanks to all the people who sent in all the results, all the scores and all the help. Um without you it wouldn't be possible. But um yeah, that's all I have to say. So sign up, patreon.com forward slash label Good luck, good night, and thanks.